0: It is the Mike Calton Show, it's 1025 The Bone, 727-579-1025, or 1-800-771-1025. You know, Galvin, we've had the opportunity. I don't, honestly, I don't think there's a great comedian out there that we haven't had on the show. Yeah, that's true. Comedians are the uh, the new rock stars. Right, they I mean, have been for a while, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, in, in our, like when I first got in radio, I was like, oh my god, if we ever could talk to Joe Elliott, now if Joe Elliott called, we'd be like, oh, yeah, we just had Joe Elliott on. Uh, but... When it comes to great comedians, we've had every one of them. Kevin Hart's the biggest thing in the world right now. He's been on the show. Bill Mm Burr has been on the show a bunch of times. Right. Um, And, you know, all the guys we are friends with I'm not saying this to brag. I feel like we've been fortunate to have these folks on the show. And we've even had some great uh, classic guys on. We've had Carl Reiner has been on the show. Right. Jackie Mason's been on the show a couple of times. We have a real uh, appreciation for comedy. And now uh, Steve Martin and Martin Short are coming to Ruth Eckerd Hall together. It is called An Evening You Will Forget the Rest of Your Life. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, With special guest, the Steve Canyon Rangers, which is Steve Martin's band where he plays banjo, takes it very seriously. Yeah, he does. Also, that's double duty. Like, when you go see Penn and Teller in Vegas, there is a jazz duo that's playing piano and bass for about an hour while you're seated and waiting, maybe, maybe half hour, before the show starts. And if you look close enough, the large fellow with the hat on is Penn Jillette playing oh, yeah. bass in the back. And they're fantastic.
1: plays a like giant upright bass. It's funny. I've noticed a large correlation with uh, comedians and uh, music. Like, a lot of comedians are drummers. You know, Johnny Carson played drums. Bill Cosby played drums. Bill Burr plays drums. Yeah. There's a lot of different guys who uh, play a different like a musical instrument that are comedians as well.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that, oh, that goes to the reason why they get in the show business is because everybody wants to be... You know, they they want to be stars. They want right. they want to get girls. Yeah. That's the key. Oh, I wonder if Martin Short... Martin Short seems, seems so asexual to me. Yeah. I know, he's, I know he's not. I know he's not gay or anything. But he just seem asexual. Yes, he like does. 10 girls who were topless and hitting on him, he'd be like, oh,
1: although, come on. although, would you be surprised if you heard that he was just banging women all the time? No. Like, I'd you know, it. that's one of his things. Like, after the show, he has, like, four <laughs> or five chicks back there, and he's just banging them all. <laughs> oh, that's pretty awesome, I yeah. must say. <laughs> well,
0: I was trying to think of who... Uh, what the greatest Martin Short. I mean everybody knows Ed Grimley.
1: Ed Grimley, fantastic. But the, the Ned, the lawyer. Yeah. Why yeah. would you say Why that? Why would, would that. you ask me? That's you. Why do did you, you ask yourself that question?
0: Do you know I wanna ask him about that because do you know where he said he got that from? Where? It was a makeup artist, I think on Saturday Night Live or S C T V that was like that in real life. And I thought, how paranoid that guy was. He was on Coke or something.
1: Uh, One of the other greatest characters he ever did was the uh, synchronized swimming with Christopher Guest. Do you know, that aired one time and it
0: made such an impact on everybody.
1: I'm not a strong swimmer. And then he goes, (laughs) I don't swim. I don't swim, yeah. That was so
0: great. Uh, And that was like a short, like a little film that they did. And that aired one time. Well, I mean, it aired... On one episode,
1: because Billy Crystal and Christopher Guest, I believe, were only on for one season. I I I don't know. I I think they were, but think about all the characters they created. Do you
0: remember the guys that would go? um, They would go. They would like finish each other's sentence. He'd go. Hey, what what are you going to call that thing? And he's like a ball peen hammer. And he's like, yeah, I was playing with one of them the other day, and you could tell that they would throw things in there to throw the other guy off. Right. It was great. Um, Anyway, the Martin Short. And Steve Martin are coming to town. We have the opportunity to have them on together. Let's go to the hotline and welcome Steve Martin and Martin Short, gentlemen. How are you?
2: We're good. Good I are good. How are
0: you? Uh, It is it is a pleasure and an honor to have you both on the phone. We were both Galvin and I were sitting here before you got on, trying to think of like the best moments and great things, and we could not stop coming up with great lines from movies and characters. How many uh, Martin Short? How many years were you on Saturday Live? Not many, right?
2: I was on one year. One year. in year. 84 to 85.
0: Was it the same thing with, with Billy Crystal and Christopher Guest? Were they only on a short amount of time?
2: Yeah, it was at a time when, when Dick Eversall, who was the executive producer then, not Lauren, um, they, were, they were convinced the show wasn't going to be renewed. And so they had lost Eddie Murphy yeah. and Joe Piscopo, and they thought it just needed. So they offered Billy and Christopher Guest and Harry Shearer and myself a one-year contract. Um, to just, you know, do it one year. And 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 so, yeah, it was just, that was the only year. And then the next year, Lorne came back.
3: And that was you weird. Know, you know what, Marty? I just want to jump in here and say, wow, you're being really funny right now.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, was, yes, I, don't, I don't desperately need to prove myself to the world like some. Uh, okay, go ahead.
0: <laughs> uh, and Steve Martin, uh, at the same time, I have a ten-year-old son, and every day it's I hand
2: funny,
0: him, I hand him his lunch, and I could not help myself but sing a thermos song to him. And I'm 45 years old now, and it's still stuck in my head every yeah, goddamn day.
3: I still sing that occasionally too. I mean, to say,
0: I-, I hadn't seen the jerk probably since the, maybe one or two times in the 90s, but right. I mean, it's still, and I, and also, yeah. uh, as funny as you are, and as great of, of, of a comedic actor as you are. I was so, I loved Parenthood so much as a kid, and I thought
3: if... Oh, thanks. That was uh, really the work of Ron Howard and uh, the two writers, uh, Lowell Gans and Bob Lou Mandel. They just did a great job. Their idea was to bring what it was really like to raise children to the screen rather than an idealized version.
0: That is, and that's the thing, you know, you still... all these movies where families aren't like real families, and I wanted Gil to be my father, and yeah. I wish that. And then, and when Gil uh, comes up with the yippee, oh, yeah, I mean, I still <laughs> walk around saying that to my kids. I mean, these things will, will be in our lives for, forever.
3: Hey, Marty, are you still walking yeah. around your room with your headset? Yes, I am. Yeah, because we can hear like clothes being hung up <laughs>
2: and I being know, put I just- down. I just tied my tie. I'm going to the theater tonight. But I I know you
3: tied your tie. That's
2: exactly what we heard. Listen, can I tell you something, Steve? I have seen, uh, for example, a film like *Cheaper by the Dozen*. I've seen over 500 times. I'm such Mm a fan of it. And every time I see it, I always say the same thing to Steve. I say, you know, we could watch something else, Steve. (laughs) 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 What, uh,
0: what, What is your favorite movie of Steve Martin's *Martin Short*? Oh, uh, let me answer for him.
2: Um. <laughs> <laughs> I would say my favorite Steve Martin film is Roxanne.
0: Yeah, I mean, that. I, that of course, that was a classic. What about you, uh, Mr. How Steve about,
3: Martin? How about the fun Marty and I had uh, working together on Follow the Bride, one Yeah, and two. So much fun. All we did was laugh all day. It was so much oh, fun. Oh, then there's we another one <laughs> called Three Amigos. Never, yeah, heard, never heard of it. I like that one. Uh, Three I think Am- of that one yeah. as one amigo. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Three amigos is an absolute uh, classic movie, and I could tell you how yeah. great Father of the Bride was. Is that I mean, I was probably like twenty years old, and no guy wants to go see a movie called Father of the Bride. And I remember leaving there going, that movie was friggin' hilarious. <laughs>
3: That's good. I'm, glad. Uh, I'm the re-
0: glad. The reason we have the opportunity to speak to these two gentlemen is because they will both be here in a show together. Uh, it is called an evening you will forget. Uh, it is where you get to see Steve Martin and Martin Short, obviously two friends, guys who've worked together several times on stage together. And you, and uh, your band, the Steep Canyon uh, Ra- uh, Steep Canyon Rangers, opens, plays with the uh, during the show. How does that work?
3: No, no, it's with us. We there's no opening act. We start right off the top with us, and we incorporate uh, the Steep Canyon Rangers into the show. And Marty has a fantastic piano player, Jeff Babco, who plays on Jimmy Kimmel, and he's in the show. And it's a real show. It's a it's a real show. Do you know even last? Yes.
0: Do you know that uh, um, the influence, not the influence, but the uh, intimidation you have on other comedians? Steve Martin, Kevin Nealon is like so afraid when he comes on our show to talk to talk about you. Even Howard Stern, who's such an admirer and friend of yours, never wants to talk about like when you guys have personal moments together. And but Kevin Nealon has become quite the banjo player himself, huh? Yes, he has.
3: He's a very good banjo player. Very good. He, I think that's. Yeah, their, he's a good guitar player too. You may not know that.
0: That's their way into you. Their way to get on your right. good side now is to learn how to play the banjo.
3: Yeah, Marty, are Boy, you putting bad. on your coat now?
2: <laughs> no, I'm painting the room. <laughs> <laughs> I just wallpapered one wall and I'm painting the room.
0: Do you, do you guys? See, what do
2: I call banjo music? Uh,
3: he calls it putting on your coat music.
0: <laughs> do you? Uh, do you guys still play uh, the poker game together? No, Marty is... No, uh, I
2: only did it once. I did it once and lost so much money. Steve said to me, you know, it was all billionaires playing and me. And Steve said, you know, you can... uh, The most anyone's ever lost is $800. And you could win $800, right? And then within three minutes, I was down (laughs) (laughs) $1,700. Oh, man. man. It was a nightmare. And I took it out of (laughs) Steve. Remember that? Yeah. Absolutely. That was 1988. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yep. Uh, well, look, uh, obviously you guys are, are enjoying this being out there together. We look forward to having you come here. Two comedy legends on stage together, Martin Short and Steve Martin. It is happening uh, February 11th, 8 o'clock at Ruth Decker Hall. And uh, we really appreciate you guys taking the time to to make the phone call and be on the show.
3: Okay, thanks right, thank a lot. Thank you very much. All right, guys. I hope, hey? it, I hope you have a massive rating hit just having us on. I'm
0: I, would, sure. I would imagine it's Pass. happening as we speak.
3: Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you thanks a lot. Say that.
0: <laughs> It was Martin Short's tie-tying. Yes. That's the one thing that uh, that sucks about having big-time celebrities on is you only get, like, five minutes with them. Right. And uh, but I, what do you think? They were obviously in two different places. Yeah. Do you think Steve Martin just sitting there in his underwear on the couch— and Martin Short's really walking around in the head time. Yeah, on.
1: probably. Probably actually getting ready to go do something. I got to tell you, so Martin Short, Ed Grimsley, who I would imitate constantly as a kid yeah. for my mom and would go for Halloween. I was probably four, five Halloweens. I was Ed Grimsley and would just do that. And just occasionally just because I was feeling like it. I would just, Ed Grimley before Grimley. everybody starts tweeting at you oh, and, and telling you you're a moron. Uh, there was a lawyer that I knew named Grimsley, Jim Grimsley. It was Roger Grimsley. Grimsby. Uh, Ed Grimley. And uh would do that all the time and his imitation of Jerry Lewis. Yeah. I would do that all the time, and my mom would get mad at me because I'd be talking, and then I'd go, oh, lajean, and do that, and she'd go, stop doing that. It would make her so mad.
0: And I remember he did, remember Jackie Rogers Jr.? Oh, love Jackie
1: Rogers I don't even
0: know what that was, yeah. and it was funny to me. It was hilarious. I have no idea. Bino.
1: I'm assuming it was some sort of uh, like cable access guy or some sort of, uh, whether he was real or not. Well, or Do you know who um, Joe Franklin is? Yes. How do you know? I know from Saturday Night Live and then found out that he had a show in New
0: York. because Billy Crystal used to do Joe Franklin. Right. And I thought that was a made-up character. I had no idea. Joe Franklin was a late-night local talk show. He did a show a lot like maybe like Merv Griffin along those lines, but it was local to New York, and he would interview local broadway people and it wasn't like public access it was just local and he would have on uh, like dean kane i remember was on one time so he had people that were up and coming celebrities wrestlers things like that and uh billy Crystal used to do this great impression of him but i didn't know he was right i remember one day years later flipping through the tv guide and seeing joe franklin show and i couldn't buy and i i set my vcr to tape it because it was on at like two o'clock in the morning in new york and I thought, lo and behold, there it was. Wasn't nearly worth watching. No, the Billy not Crystal, as funny made as Billy Crystal, Way, yeah. way funnier. Oh,
1: it's just like uh, with Will Ferrell doing uh, Inside the Actor's Studio. Even though that was on, Lipton. you know, Bravo and doing all that stuff, I'm sure a lot of people got introduced to James Lipton through Will yeah. Ferrell. Yeah,
0: that's true. All right. Well, there you go. An opportunity to see two great guys on stage together. I'm sure it's a lot of that back and forth. What do you think? They don't like
1: Chevy anymore? Uh, probably not. I
0: heard Chevy's back on the drugs.
1: Yeah, the painkiller. Yeah. And there's always been rumors that uh, Chevy was kind of a jerk, and you know, yeah. I don't know anybody that has a good story about Chevy Chase. Right. Um, but
0: uh, they three amigos Spanish. Yeah. You have seen Three Amigos? I
1: have seen Three Amigos. Like
0: how much? Like what do you know about it?
1: Um, not much. What are I their just, names? I just I don't remember the name Give me, the, me
0: the story. What is the story about? So
1: they were three actors that acted together as the Three Amigos, and they take a trip to Mexico. I can't remember why. And they run into a village, and the village they thing get hired was, to yes. save the village from El Guapo. Yeah, okay, El Guapo. Because they believe that, that they, they are, are real. Yes, bandoleros. And I remember the uh,
0: no, 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 no. They got. <laughs> they think they're going to do a movie with el guapo right <laughs> another girl
1: <laughs> yeah but the 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 people in the village think, right, that they're, think real. they're real yeah. yeah and then they get i know remember the best part is at the end they get everybody because it does it's one of those feel-good movies and uh, everyone dresses the same at the end to confuse el guapo and they all kind of come together to defeat el guapo at the end
0: my favorite part of that whole movie is when they shoot the invisible man
1: oh that's fantastic <laughs> and whenever they're uh doing something and they're trying to sneak in and steve martin goes <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then he starts going yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's really that's really a classic movie the three of me go
1: waiting on a tax return hopefully it ends up in your hands fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30 percent in 2023 if you're in a bind this tax season lifelock can help our us-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues.